0: Business leaders today need to go beyond meetings and management. There are action steps that nearly every leader needs to know to align with their core values and get the important priorities done. Welcome to the Grow Forward Today podcast with Paul D. Casey. Whether you're just starting out as a leader in your organization or have been a seasoned professional who wants to explore new ideas and practices, this will be an enlightening and highly applicable program. And now, your host, Paul Casey
1: feel like you have a ball and chain holding you back from accomplishing your goals and dreams? I think it's time we deal with that, don't you? Today on episode 23 of Grow Forward Today podcast, you'll meet my guest, David Lee. David goes deep with his clients, exploring past hurts, reducing their negative impact in lives, and thus changing life trajectories. Let's learn from David how to push past the past in our personal leadership development. Ready to grow forward? Welcome, friends. Opening the closet, looking for skeletons. Yeah, that's how I felt when I went to my first counseling appointment about 25 years ago. The therapist listened to my current situation, which was a leadership tough call I had to make, and how it was tearing me apart on the inside. But that was just the presenting issue. We didn't actually spend much time there. He dug into my family of origin and my tendencies. I learned I had PO, no, not BO, PO, performance orientation, which I had never heard of, where a person feels more like a human doing than a human being, that I had an approval addiction and felt like I had to earn my place on the planet every day with my performance. Wow. Didn't expect that, but it was right on. You know what? You can't fix what you don't face. And our guest today can take you to the next level in your life by getting to the core issues that may be holding you back. My guest today is David Lee. Here's a little bit about David. David is the founder and CEO of Dearing Deeply Life Coaching. David helps high-achieving professionals find deep freedom, healing, and transformation from past pain and trauma. Through a trauma-informed lens, David leverages his decades of experience in relationships, Wellness and communication to bring empowered awareness to his clients that disrupt negative patterns to realize real life change. Together with his partner in life, business, and love, Paige Stewart, they serve clients from around the world through one to one coaching, group coaching, three day immersion retreats, and master classes. David is blessed to be the father of three amazing souls and resides in the Nashville, Tennessee area. David's in a mastermind group that I just joined, and I look forward to developing a friendship with him and Paige as we sharpen each other. Welcome, David.
2: Hello, Paul. Wow. I'm glad I'm going to get this recording because I'm just going to put that on loop that was the most amazing introduction thank you so much and we're done god bless you everyone it's (laughs) so funny it was amazing thank you paul
1: how we write our own introductions and then we hear it going (laughs) wow i like that guy
2: absolutely i was like boy who is that cat i need to get to know that fella (laughs) thank you paul i'm really excited to be here and thanks for the invitation and yeah i'm ready to jump in this is this is exciting Absolutely. Well, start us out
1: with how you obtained your expertise in relationships, wellness and communication. and how do all those three blend together to help your clients?
2: Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a great question. I love the, the, the term expertise and I think, wait a minute, am I who and what does that mean? expertise. <laughs> I'm an expert in communication. It means I don't ever fall short. wrong, 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 wrong right wrong. yep I don't ever fall short in, in my wellness. Right, because I, I still have a slight addiction to Taco Bell. Full disclosure, um, uh-huh. I, I would it's okay. I would you know it's I would okay. do pizza morning, noon, and night, um, but I choose not to. Um, so, yeah, to answer your question, Paul, it's it's um I feel like I was challenged oh about four years ago by the first coach that I hired, and um, he told me based on my past, based on my experience, based on my life, based on my various careers. He said, "David, you have been coaching people for 25 years and not getting paid for it. So stop it." <laughs> and I, was, I was like, "Ow, oh, is this what a coach is supposed to do? Ouch." Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so, just to kind of give you a, a really, really brief background, I have—I'm actually classically trained. If you want to say it, my my formal education is in education. I actually have a degree in elementary education. Me too. Well, there you go. See, surprise, surprise. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So I think if you were going to, Paul, if you're going to boil me down to the core, um, I'm an educator. I'm a teacher and I'm a leader and facilitator and coach and all those. And that really is a teacher. And um, I have been in full-time vocational ministry. I was doing uh, lay ministry and preaching and teaching and all that at one point. Uh, I owned and operated my own fitness business at one point. Um, and then was in business-to-business sales for a great deal of time. So really all of those career paths, every single time, the elements that rose forward were teaching, facilitating, coaching, leading up, yep. writing, all of the things that I do on a full-time basis now. So, um, and I, I will share with you on the personal side, I have been through plenty of relationships <laughs> and I have seen a great deal. I have full disclosure, I have been married and divorced twice And uh, spent a great deal of time in later in life through the post divorce dating world. And let me tell you about that. That can be super fun. Um, And learned an enormous amount through relationships and communication and wellness and healing and all of that. It wasn't until the past four or five years in which i dove into personal development and really began to understand a deep inner wounding within and you were describing this i think you know just just a little earlier about your first introduction with your therapist and saying oh my goodness i had no idea what i didn't know and so it wasn't in really until the last couple of years that i began to do the inner healing for myself and began to really experience and implement all of the tools and tips and strategies to heal my inside and that led me then to, ah, well, hmm, if I do that, then I can be receptive um, to many, many, many powerful ways in which to heal the world as well. So um, there's my answer. Does it check out? Is that good? <laughs> Oh,
1: yes. And, and some would say, not me that, Oh, the guy's been through a couple of divorces. I've been through a divorce myself as well. It's like, why can they talk about relationships? I think actually that makes us a little bit more of an expert on it. What would you say to that?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. In fact, that's funny. You say that I, uh, after after my, t- and what I did, I was, I was married to my children's mom for about 11 years. We split, completed that relationship. And of course I jumped into a, another relationship immediately, which is really wise. Um, hashtag like sarcasm. Always do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like no one has ever done that. Right. It's called rebound. Um, and I thought, oh, this is what I'm really looking for. Um And that, that marriage, we, 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 we were married just about a year. I mean, it was a very, very short relationship. And so once I exited that relationship, completed that relationship, there was a time when I was back in the dating world and I would hide, I would lie about the fact that I was married twice because I got some really, really negative feedback out in the dating world that said, oh, you must be a colossal failure because you can't manage a relationship and you've been married and divorced twice. So the big red X, the big, uh uh-oh. And so I hit it immediately, pull back the curtain, full disclosure. I hid that for many, many years until I really began to understand, wait a minute, my past doesn't define my future. It certainly shapes me, but yep. it doesn't define me. Yep. And, um, and I, hear that, I hear that often, right? In fact, I had someone reach out to me when I first began our coaching practice. And I received a message from a woman who said, huh, that's funny. Somebody talking about relationships and someone coaching in relationships who's failed twice and isn't in a relationship now, right? And it wasn't the first time. And you know what? It probably will not be the last that I hear that. And I receive everyone's feedback and know and not to take it personal, even though there's those pinges and tinges and stings. Um, I know that that is part of my story. And again, it helps shape me, but it certainly doesn't define me. And I agree with you, Paul. It's uh, it, it has helped provide me perspective when let's be honest, right. The divorce rate is over 50%. So, um, you know, it certainly allows me to, to reach people who may be in the same space of shame and, uh, I can help them kind of elevate out of that.
1: Oh, I really like what you just said there at the end, because, uh, me too, you know, as, as an educator, and then I was in ministry as well, and then divorce. And what it did for me is, I don't know if I was on a high horse, but I definitely had life is, Life is grand, right? And uh, these people that have problems, it's like, ah, oh, you know, pasha, you know, uh, they just need to get over that. And then you go through something as crushing uh, as a relationship ending like that, and it humanizes you, you know, it breaks you down, it gives you uh, a boatload of empathy, if you choose to to heal from it, which we're going to go there today. Um, and it just, it really did humanize me and it just open up my empathy so that I could then relate and so I really like how you added there at the end. It makes you more relatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Well, retreats, Dave, are, David, are just one of your many services for helping people transform. Why should a listener consider going on one of your retreats or any retreat? What benefits could they realize from participating?
2: Yeah. Uh, we, Paige and I, both came from an understanding, or a, I should say a misunderstanding, really an ignorance of how to effectively impact people long-term. And so we both in our individual lives, long before we came together, we were leading retreats in some respect. And we thought, wow, this is a powerful vehicle in which to get someone's attention, <laughs> right? And we have, we have I, I'd, I'd like to say, we've, we've found a really, really sweet spot with our three-day events, um, two full days, and then a half day, and, and people come in on the previous day. And we spend this time with them to in essence isolate them from the distractions of the world and so often it's so difficult to begin healing process begin transformation begin a growth period in life when we're housed in everyday life so this this extraction which is of course nothing new right retreats have been around since the dawn of time Um, but what we have discovered is that it's a yes and idea we want the retreat to be the first toe into the ecosystem of Daring Deeply so they can get to know us. These are all live events, by the way. Um, so we are, as we say, belly to belly, buckle to buckle, eye to eye. Um, and we, we know that that is the most effective, especially the work in which we're doing, which we're going deep. And um, we're, we're really beginning to bring some awareness, deep awareness and exposure, quite frankly, to the past pains and traumas of what's holding people back. And so with that, though, I will say, it doesn't end there. It's the first step into who we are, who Paige Stewart and David Lee are and Daring Deeply. And then we make a very, very, very powerful invitation and offer out of those three-day retreats to continue their work with us in a long-term fashion. So, but it, but it provides just a beautiful ecosystem container, as we like to talk about, uh, in which they can feel safe and secure and challenged to really look and do some inner work.
1: I've always loved retreats. Uh, Obviously, I love facilitating them now in my business, but I was going on them uh, before I was in business. I still take uh, monthly retreat time and annual retreat time. I've added quarterly retreat time where I just book a local hotel uh, at the end of each quarter and do life reflection. So a big retreat guy. And when I facilitate, you probably say something like this at your retreats. You know, it's a change of place and a change of pace, which can lead to a change of perspective, the three the three P's, you know. And uh, I love the concept of a, co- a container where it gets your attention, right? You, you can't go running to your cell phone. You, nobody's popping in the conference room when you're trying to uh, go to a deep place. And yes, I, I'm a wholehearted supporter of retreats.
2: Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I like your three P's, Paul. That's good. Along with Girl. Paul, that's right. Fourth P, Paul's three P. Do it with Paul. <laughs> three P was with Paul. Say that really quick.
1: Mm. Yeah, and r- real quick, I'll take a side uh, a side rabbit trail. Daring deeply is the name of your business. Why? Why those? T- why daring deeply?
2: Mm, yeah, that's a great question. So many folks will say, especially in the personal development world, they'll say, uh, "So, Brene Brown, Brene Brown." right um it's
1: always daring it something bit,
2: will, yeah. <laughs> and so if Renee happens to be listening or watching this um sometime yes it is a bit of an homage to you Brene, my friend my mentor one of my many mentors um i uh you know her her groundbreaking work um daring deeply or uh see i can't i can't even say the name of her book correctly right uh, daring greatly is her book um but uh you know to be to be very uh, forward. It, this name actually came out of an idea of a former client um, who said in a conversation, she said to me, She said, This is what you do, David. You dare us deeply. You dare us to make the changes. You dare us to look under the rocks. You dare us to look beyond what we have been seeing. And um, we really, really implement this idea of the yes and principle. Yes, I'm terrified and I'm going to move forward. Yes, I'm scared. Yes, I'm traumatized and I'm going to seek ways in which to find deep healing. And really daring deeply is I'm going to dare you. It it reminds me too of my love for, as a kid on the playground, I dare you, a double dog dare you, a triple dog dare you (laughs) to stick your tongue on the frozen pole. Um, So those in the audience that get that reference, congratulations. Um, But uh, there's something about daring that is, um, there's a little bit of healthy competition in that. And we are so much about the deep resonance of healing and passion and understanding and really working through relationships and understanding what's keeping us stuck. And uh, so we liked it. It's, it's also an action, which we, one of our 10 guidelines of engagement, we kind of have the 10 commandments at bearing deeply. We call them guidelines of engagement. And one of them, the last one is choose action over anxiety. The antidote to action. Is or the antidote to anxiety is action. And totally so agree. many of those, if not all of them, actually all of our guidelines of engagement are actions. And so is daring deeply. Right? We dare you to go deep. And so that's that's the story of the name. Thank you for asking.
1: Yeah, and, and way to go to take a client's uh comment to you, almost speaking prophetically over you and then exactly. going, yeah, that's it. That's
2: that's it. Yeah. I should have thought of that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, it was, uh, it was, it was one of those watershed moments. It was, it was
1: beautiful. yeah. Well, you're also a podcast host of the Daring Deeply podcast. Hint, hint, I'll, I'll be a guest for you. <laughs> you're already in brother. Nice. You're already in Check. Check. What is fun for you about hosting a podcast?
2: You know, uh, we, what Paige and I do, um, our format is, is really mainlined in conversation. We Mm -hmm. come to the idea. In fact, we just recorded one right before I jumped on this with you. And we said, Hey, what do we want to talk about? And generally speaking, we do that about 10 minutes before we jump on. Now, (laughs) what I will share, and that's not everybody's deal. And I totally, totally get that. But Just to kind of give you a little bit of behind the curtain access to Paige and David and Daring Deeply, so much of the attraction, what we have found in the feedback that we've received is that folks look at men, women, and couples look at David and Paige and see, huh, there's something there. There's something powerful, not only in their personal relationship, but then as it's projected into the world. And we, we understand, as we like to say, the necessary burden and responsibility that that brings. And so in essence, Paul, what we do is we bring conversations that we have had. In fact, this past the one we just recorded uh, was based on an interaction that we had last night. And what we wanted to do is to bring some principles forward about uh, a, a, an episode happened where there was some grave disappointment. There was a, a canceling of, of, a, of a powerful and important event. And Paige had received this news and I you know, received her and provided space and, and, and held space for her. And we, we went through all these principles and really challenging men to be able to hold space for their woman. And so that, and that conversation came out of last night's, last night's experience. And so we're very conversational and it's, it's much like this. We banter back and forth and it's, it's, I'll be, I'll be very honest. It's very easy. <laughs> we just get on there and talk. Now, I will say that that is, that is our style and that is certainly a skill and a gift that, that comes fairly easy for me. Um, it wasn't always that way. Um, and so I love the fact that we are bringing real life to our audience and to the world and to say, hey, this is this is what's really going on. And so it's a little bit of reality podcasting <laughs> um, too. And, and so uh, we also know too that we do live in a world of podcasting. We do live in a world and, and we video them and we record them as well, the audio and the video. And so that we know that those types of those, those formats of conversation can be really powerful for couples to listen to and for individuals to listen to those in the dating space, those in the post-divorce space. Um, and we just love it. We just love it. I, I, w- I would say that I'm the facilitator of those conversations. And then um, and Paige Stewart then comes in with an absolute feminine brilliance and drops of wisdom that just humbles the heck out of me. I'm like, how did you? Where, where did that come from, honey? And then I remember, oh right, <laughs> her feminine power, her essence, her. Uh, just yeah, I, I can't, I cannot say enough. It's, it's, I, I certainly can't do any of this um, without her. And uh, yeah, so if you're listening, honey, watch to you. Love you, babe. <laughs> well, it doesn't get any more relevant than that.
1: We just talked about this last night, and now we're just going to broadcast it for thousands of people to listen to. That's pretty awesome. Pretty much.
2: <laughs> pretty much. Yes. Pretty much unfettered and uncensored. And uh, but you know what? I think that that's, that's really kind of goes into um, our, our environment, who yep. Daring Deeply is. Um, is, is like, look, we're not, we're going to cut through the BS. This is life is life is not about the pretty, pretty, picture. Right. And we have so often the highlight reel that is evidence in mm-hmm. social media. And yes, it's, it's folks will see a, a certain thing from, coming from daring deeply and from page and David Lee. And we also want to provide even more deeper texture to that and to let them understand that, you know what, it's not all roses. We work incredibly hard on our relationship first, and it just so happens that now we can we can allow the world to come in and say, "Hey, this is perhaps you can learn from this." We don't have it together perfectly. Uh, we work really really hard, and we hope that we can provide some some impact and importance for those folks.
1: Good stuff. Good stuff.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Well, I noticed in your in your bio, it appears your target group of clients is high achieving professionals, <laughs> which is probably a majority of the GFT listeners. Why that group, David? What have you observed? Are their unique needs?
2: Mm-hmm. So, the here's here's what we've we're all about juxtaposition. Go figure. We talked about this. Daring deeply is juxtaposition, right? It is the yes and principle. Um, what so often happens with folks that are high achievers, perfectionists, you know, grinding through the world and 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 climbing ladders and finding success and money and achievement and and accolades and all of that is that they have been incredibly successful or effective in many parts of their lives. And yet their home life is a, you know, what show, (laughs) Uh right. Or they're living the projected dream, right? I'm married. I have 2.5 kids. I have a picket fence and a couple of dogs and a really, really nice and healthy 401k, but I'm miserable. And I don't know why. And I haven't fully understood what it takes to, ground myself and to find ways to move and navigate through those obstacles. And um, so we provide, we provide a way for folks who don't necessarily have the safety and security and the challenging environments in which to speak their truth because they may not have the persons in their lives who they can really open up and be vulnerable to. And we provide that type of environment for them to literally just let themselves go. And we can we can begin to navigate uh through their past pain and trauma, which by the way, newsflash, and I know we're going to get there. We all have trauma, folks. <laughs> newsflash, every one of us, right? Yep. Whether we whether we claim it to be as we call big T or little T, we all have trauma. And it's, I promise, I promise, it's preventing us from really finding the freedom um, to move forward. And so so many of these folks are coming to us and saying kind of it's almost a wink wink and a Don't tell anybody, but I'm not sure how to get through this because my life looks like it's all rosy and perfect and rainbows and butterflies. And I would love to have your type of support and healing pathways and wisdom and insight and perspective in which to move forward.
1: And you think with this, with this group, uh, which is uh, like millions and millions of people, they're just running so fast that maybe they're not even intentionally trying to push their feelings down or not deal with the past, but they're just, they're just onto the next mountain to climb. They're onto the next finish line to break through. And then something catches up to them and they decide, all right, it's now.
2: Have you noticed that? Yeah, absolutely. I I think it's so much of, which is completely counter to, a lot of the lives in which these folks live, which is to find a pace to slow down, to find rest, mm. relaxation, and rejuvenation is almost the counter to the American dream, right? As I have to hustle, 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 especially with the masculine, especially with the, our, our male clients and, and who say, you know, I can't, you know, I can sleep when I die kind of mentality, right? I'm going to work, 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 and I'll figure out rest later. And it's no wonder I was, I was speaking to a men's group last night. And I said, it's, it's no wonder that our heart health, that the masculine heart health is so destructive. And it's because we take on so much, which we're designed to do so. And we must find the rest, relaxation and rejuvenation in which for us to step back into that high performance life, right? That high achieving life. It's so, so, so important. And so, so much of what we bring to our clients. Is incredibly simple. Not easy, but simple. Right. Is to say, let's talk about rest. When was the last time you took a nap in the middle of the afternoon? And of course well, our clients would be like, excuse me, what? What is that? What's in fact I haven't taken a nap since I had a mat on the floor in kindergarten. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I get it. I get I got a newsflash. flash, I'm telling you. My performance, my effectiveness in our career and our coaching practice has more power. And efficiency. When I take a two o'clock nap in the afternoon, which I do, by the way, from time to time.
1: Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yes, I am um, going to give myself the gift of a sabbatical in a month, and try to take thirty days off without clients. <sighs> As one of these high achieving professionals, um, I'm going to give it's myself that breath, gift. By the way, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, trying to take that one day off a week. That Sabbath day uh, a week. And trying to slow down, and fit. so, so I purchased four books on the topic, which I'll be happy to uh, give a book review on when I'm done with my sabbatical. But uh, and one of them is, has the word "slowing down" in it, so <laughs> I'm going to really try to retrain my brain so I can come back on the other side of that sabbatical a healthier person, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. So, thanks for bringing that up.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations on that decision, by the
1: way. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I'm excited. Seven that's years right. in business. <clears throat> there you go. It's well as mm-hmm. time every seven years. Take this Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Well, let's take a quick break. You're listening to the Grow Forward Today podcast on the Voice America Business Channel. You can find out more about me and growing forward services on Instagram and my guest, David Lee, that's L-E-A, at Daring Deeply Coaching on Instagram. And we'll be right back after
0: the break. If you're a manager or supervisor trying to keep your team and yourself engaged, motivated and accomplishing goals, then you want to check out Bullseye, Paul Casey's membership community for team leaders coming alongside you to achieve confidence and success in leading your team. Within Bullseye, there are plug-and-play forms and tools, inspirational audios to pump you up, team player videos to play in staff meetings, icebreakers for your one-to-ones, and, of course, interaction with Paul and other industry team leaders to chat about how to solve the problems you are wrestling with. Paul will bring on live experts once a month to answer your questions on their expertise, and he will ping you twice a week via text to encourage you in your pursuit of your goals. Finally, there is a resource for anyone who supervises others and wants to develop their potential. Check out Bullseye to find out more and subscribe today for the best rates they'll ever be at GrowingForwardServices.net. That's GrowingForwardServices.net. You're listening to the Grow Forward Today podcast. If you'd like to know more about Paul Casey or our program, please visit his website at growingforwardservices.net. Now, back to Grow Forward Today. Welcome
1: back to the Grow Forward Today podcast and my guest, David Lee. And it is time to get to what I've titled this podcast: "Optimizing Your Passion," which I took from his bio. But David, what does it mean to optimize your purpose and optimize your passion? It sounds like something we all want. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I would, I would, I would throw up a big amen on that one. (laughs) Um, You know, I was, I was just contemplating this um, and how blessed, and we were speaking offline about how it's so important to reflect. And to truly understand who you are, where you're going and to be grateful for the choices that you've made to be there. And on the flip side of that, too often when we're grinding, right? So many of the clients that you and I both serve, right? It's grind, it's go, it's perform, it's, it's achieve. Um, and oftentimes it's the forest for the trees. And it's like, well, yeah, I've been doing this particular career for 25 years, for 30 years, for 10 years, for five years. It pays really, really well. It achieves all the things that I want to do. And I'm miserable if I would truly, really come to a deep understanding and awareness in a vulnerable space. And unfortunately, most folks never get there, right? And so, you know, I'm certainly, I come from a place of leveraging all of these careers of my past and all the experiences, both personal and professional, and knowing now that I get to wake up each day fulfilling my absolute passion and purpose is an incredible honor and a blessing. Yeah, And so it's coming from, Coming from a space, it's like, I've got to share this with the rest of the world. The rest of the world must know what their passion and purpose is. Because the reality is, you know, most of us are doing something, right? We're performing some sort of career, some sort of job that is less than what we really want to do. And so, so much of what we allow our clients to step into, and we have a very powerful exercise activity that we run through all of our clients at our retreats to help them identify their true purpose statement. And I will tell you, Paul, every single time we run men, women, or couples through this particular activity, tears. I don't care who they are. I don't care how hard they are. I don't care how soft they are. They realize, oh my goodness, I can now filter the rest of my life through this particular purpose statement. And it redefines who they are and where they're going. And I will share with you that after so many of these clients, participants at our retreat events, their careers change. They start businesses. They leave toxic relationships. They find amazing, bountiful relationships because now they have a a true purpose statement that they now leverage and filter everything through. And if it's not aligned with that purpose statement, what they've crafted, by the way, right? We just simply help facilitate and give them the framework in which to craft this purpose statement. Then they can make the educated and aware decision to say, this no longer serves me. This relationship no longer serves me. I need to leave this career and do something different. Um, And we know that one of our mentors, one of my mentors, highly recommend checking him out on Instagram, by the way. His name is Mastin Kipp. Last name is K-I-P-P. He is uh, really the the forerunner in trauma-informed healing and coaching um, around the planet. And he defines purpose as the absolute opposite of trauma. That when we find our purpose, it helps provide that antidote to the healing of our trauma. It's when we're not in purpose and in our passion in life that we succumb to the past pains and trauma and refuse to move into those places and spaces of healing. So purpose and passion, huge part of what we bring to our clients. It gives them definition, redefines and refines their lives, perhaps forever.
1: Yeah. I've heard uh, that purpose is also the opposite of depression, which I guess is in the same category uh, Mm -hmm. with some trauma as well, but it's, it's big time. Like, Hey, I want to know your purpose statement. You you got it handy.
2: Oh my goodness. I I put Uh, you on the spot. (laughs) You, You did put me on the spot. Let me see if I can remember it. Um, the purpose of my life is to identify the fun in my life, identify the fun in my life and with my higher power and to reveal the passion in others to do the same. I
1: love fun is in your purpose statement. I don't know anybody it's, else that has fun it, in their purpose it, it, statement. <laughs> <laughs> it is.
2: It is, and that's. I, I'm so glad that you put me on the spot. It made me really think because how we get to that purpose statement is is a really powerful, powerful activity, um, because ultimately we're having them identify identify what's truly in their soul that stems from childhood. Yeah. So that's a little teaser, little teaser yeah. for you. But yeah, the the what when I went through that process for the first time, what I came to understand is, wow, playfulness and fun is integral to who David Lee is, right? Mm-hmm. And when that is absent, then I begin to melt. And wow. so I am incredibly play- playful. I am, as you can probably probably understand, I am all about wit. I am, a, I am a master student of comedy. In fact, I get so much of my communicative ability and skill and gifting and appreciation from people like sebastian mascalco and david letterman and johnny carson and robin williams and chris rock and jerry seinfeld etc cetera, etc cetera, don rickles um all of these masters of comedy and i have really appreciated and i'm one of those nerds paul that i will watch old routines from 1977 when eddie murphy is riffing you know and, and and implement that and watch his technique and i've done it for years with other folks and so it's a part of my purpose. It's a part of who I am is delivering. I, 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 I get feedback on this all the time is David, how are you so quick? How are you so quick and witted Because I, I just, it just, and it's, it's, it's a part of my DNA. And so it's incredibly important and part of, it's absolutely part of my
1: very fun. I listen to comedians every day. I'm not studying them like you are, but I'm just laughing in my car <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because I love to arrive at a client appointment just in a fantastic mood, right? So when they say, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm fantastic. And I really am.
2: <laughs> right. I'm I've not lying. I'm not lying. You
1: should have heard the riff <laughs> I just heard. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the purpose statement, um, it's a great reminder that it can be used as a filter. So mine is to add value to people through equipping, encouraging words, servant leader actions, and a contagious passion to honor God with my life. So I've uh, you know done the exercises as well to craft that statement based on gifts and passions and um, personality style and all those other exercises to do to get to that. And I love it. And uh, I, I'm living that purpose, but it's also when that, when that request comes from the outside, like, hey, Paul, do you wanna do this? And it sort of hits that purpose statement. It either bounces off like, nope, because that's, I can't add any value there. Or it's like, I welcome it. Like, yes, (laughs) that's in line with where I'm headed.
2: (laughs) It, it, it helps us make those as, as we like to say, it helps us discern between a should decision and a must decision. Yeah. And I was sharing this last night that so many of our decisions are in the should category, right? Mm-hmm. I should get to the gym. I should eat better. I should go to bed earlier. I should, 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 should. We, as I like to say, we should all over ourselves all the time. Yep, yep. And then there's those fewer and far between decisions that we identify as must, right? I must do this. And so to your point, it helps us make those must decisions based on our purpose statement. I love that. Great purpose yep. statement. I love it. Love it. Thanks for sharing that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, blocking the path of many people's progress forward towards that purpose towards that passage or that passion is something traumatic that has happened in their past so david how do you seek to help clients through the painful metamorphosis
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's a, it's a it's a fantastic word um what i will say uh, here at the top is that the so much that has been and of course we're, we're Always learning, right? We're always trying to improve, and the more that we, the more that we know um, scientifically about our body. Um, and the reason why I go there is, and by the way, I highly recommend called a book called "The Body Keeps the Score." Yes, That's a good one. Score. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that we know that trauma lives in our cells and our tissues. It's in our bodies. It never goes away until it is truly healed. And I think too often. One, we don't recognize right, or understand that we do have trauma. Right? So often, in fact, people think, oh, you know what? I didn't go to war. I didn't experience any sexual trauma. I didn't experience this, a car crash, a, whatever the case may be. And The reality is trauma really can be simply identified as dysregulation of the nervous system, and that's it. So a cut on the finger, that's trauma, yep. right? all the way to the bigger T traumas. And so what we do is we, one, the first, the first step is to understand that is, hey, you got trauma, I got trauma, come along with us, come on the healing train, let's ride together, right? And so we, we bring, we, Paige and I really bring a playful attitude toward trauma, which again is a juxtaposition, daring deeply, like, whoa, whoa, what? we're going to be, we're going to make this playful. The reality is, it's not to diminish or dismiss the severity of someone's trauma, because it's serious and it's real. At the same time, we all have it. So let's come together. Let's, let's, let's enter into a space of co-regulation, what we call co-regulation, which means healing together um, with others and having someone help us navigate those pathways to heal those traumas. And we leverage a great deal of different and various modalities in which to do so. Everything from, from yoga to meditation, to breath work, to prayer, to um, all kinds of different movements, and most especially our, our primary vehicle in which to do that is a system called um, Internal Family Systems, IFS, or Parts Work, which some of our some of your audience may be familiar with, um, was developed by Richard Schwartz about a generation ago, and really yeah, that there are, that we are made up of parts, and that in reality there are parts of us that have been traumatized, and that the true self, right, is a grounded inner intelligence. That can never be traumatized and yet so what we do is we help the self in each of our clients reintegrate and begin to have conversations literal conversations right? spiritual conversations with the parts of us that were traumatized when we were three or five or seven or 12 or 17 and rather than ignoring them which is bypassing or overriding which is the vast majority of what we do is like la 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 okay. i'm just going to think positively I'm going to pray it away. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to go drink. I'm going to go sex. I'm going to go drug. I'm going to go be busy. I'm going to be a soccer dad. I'm going to, all the, what we call the distractions or the firefighting, the dissociation that we think takes us away. As I like to say, time doesn't heal wounds. Work heals wounds. And so we help our clients really one come to an understanding that trauma is is okay that you've experienced. It's not that okay that it happened, right? It happened either to you or with you, but there is certainly an absolute pathway in which to heal that. And so we help our clients one to identify and do that through various, like I said, through various modalities. And my partner, fiance, Paige Stewart, her specialty is in those areas of somatic healing. Um, she is an expert yoga instructor and, and um, energy worker and, and all of this. And so together as we like to say, Paul, I'll, I'll tell you, I am. I tend to be the hammer; she's the pillow, <laughs> right? So, I come in. I come in with the truth and w- with love. You know, grace and accountability, grace and truth. And she comes in with a loving, nurturing feminine power um, to really, really bring that love uh, to our clients. To know, you know what we have to. We have to address it. We got to talk about it. We got to talk about the trauma, and we're going to be right here with you to help you facilitate that healing. So together. You're the velvet hammer, right? There you go. There you, there you go. There you go. It reminds me, it reminds me of the rock band velvet revolver. I'm not sure I need to go there, but you know, exactly. I like that velvet hammer. That's exactly correct. Yeah. Or as I, or as we often say, I'm the one. I, I roll the grenade in the room and shut the door, and she comes in and redecorates. So.
1: <laughs> what a great complimentary uh, there you go. theme you are! Did you mm. say that the true self can never be traumatized? If so, what did you mean by that?
2: Mm. Great question. So, as we identify, as it's in uh, certainly in internal family systems, um, is the self is the voice, so to speak. That says, hmm, this is the way in which to go. This is the right decision. And the trauma, the parts will come in and say, are you sure? Are you good <laughs> enough? Are you pretty enough? Are you smart enough? Are you skinny enough? Right? And what's really, really important, I'm so glad that you asked this question. Those parts have an absolute positive intent for you. We tend to think, oh, they're working against me, but they're actually keeping me. From being hurt again. I'll give you an example. I was driving to Orange Theory. I do Orange Theory Fitness for those in the audience that that may know that. So I'm my workout. And so on my way to my workout, Paul, every morning I go by the high school, local high school. And of course, I'm always right in the middle of drop off and the bus and the whole deal, right? right. So my speed has to significantly decrease. (laughs) Which, By the way, we talked about speeding up and slowing down, right? Exactly. So yeah, full disclosure, pull the curtain back. So I'm driving and I get behind this car that is going excessively slow, glacially, Paul, glacially. (laughs) And I felt the part say, a part of me said, right? And we even use that language, by the way, don't we? There's a part of me that doesn't want to go. There's a part Mm -hmm. of me that says this. We even use the language and we don't even know that maybe we're instigating parts work, right? So the part of me said, get the hell out of my way. I got somewhere to be. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh Mm -hmm. So my first, as I went through my own process here, the first thing I did was acknowledge that that trauma response. That was a trauma response Mm -hmm. to what was happening in my world. And simply for me to say, oh, I see you. How are you okay and then the next question is what do you need what do you need right now and i actually felt the part the part say back i need to know that i won't be ridiculed for being late so i began to have that little conversation the self the true grounded confident comfortable untraumatized soul david was able to connect with that part which by the way if i go even deeper in that that's the 8 year old boy that was late for a particular sporting activity and was yelled at by the coach 40 years ago right so in order for me to truly heal that those conversations need to continue it's not going to happen in one conversation right necessarily yeah but yeah. the main the main point of all that is that the, what we're trying to do is to connect and have conversations with those parts because that part was trying to protect me from ridicule again. yeah. Now it sounded, it sounded really rough, right? It sounded really mean and cruel. Get the hell out of my way. I'm going to be late. In reality, it was trying to keep me safe. So I wouldn't be late. So I wouldn't be ridiculed. So when we, understand this is what we help our clients do when we understand that the positive intent is there we can begin to then move into a place of we don't want to ever get rid of those parts by the way okay they simply want to be heard and the reason why trauma never heals until we go through these processes is because they simply want to be heard they've just been pushed down so when we say i'm pushing down emotions we're talking about the parts (laughs) we're talking about the fact that oh yeah, I don't want to hear you. La, 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 la. I'd rather not. I want to ignore you. I want to bypass you. I want to throw you away. The parts never go away until we begin to establish a loving relationship with them and say, hey, what do you need? How can I help you? Oh, DFT
1: listeners, I hope you're going to rewind that section and go back through it because that was one of the deepest uh, and most helpful. Uh, three, three or four minutes on this podcast history. It's a short history, David. So don't get you're too big of a head. But <laughs> oh man, I was, was about to pop some it was, champagne. To it, was, me, I'm <laughs> it was, it was really awesome, and it makes me want to hire you for bouncing the basketball off my leg and having my coach yell at me and saying, "All right, I got to go there." <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah.
2: And by the way, as we like to say, um, and I will make Masten Kip, one of my mentors, very proud when I say this: <laughs> all parts are welcome. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. Whatever emotion, whatever emotion you express. <laughs> and I'd like to say this here right now, too, and provide even per, some some additional impact and insight is, ladies and gentlemen, every single emotion you experience is absolutely welcome. There is no shame in emotion. There's no shame in expression. And so often we're told not to feel certain emotions, yeah. right? Especially, especially men, like yep. you're not allowed to feel yep. right? and women too. Like suck it up, Buttercup, right? Um, Rub some dirt in it. Get over it. Mm -hmm. Pain is in your head, (laughs)
1: right? So yes, yeah, yeah. Thank you for adding that. uh, Absolutely, the value added. You know, you're also not shy of talking about the topic of sex. Why do you bring that out in the open? What positive messages do you hope to
2: communicate? Yeah, the um, it. I've always found it. How shall I put it? Interesting. It frustrating <laughs> um, that there are certain subjects, certainly in my world, and I think in so many, so many worlds that are simply off, um, what's the word? Off limits. Word? Yeah. Off limits. Thank yeah. you. They're taboo. And uh, things like politics, sex, money. You mean, I mean, you know, it's, yep. it's like, so why can't we talk about these openly? And then that really comes from newsflash. It comes from trauma responses of our family. Of generational sure. trauma that is passed down Shh, we don't talk about that sure um, that's that's a private that's a private thing now wherever you, and I completely honor where people come from from an ethical from a religious from a faith-based from I honor yep. everyone's perspective um, at the same time if we are not addressing every physical emotional and spiritual expression of our emotion then we're limiting ourselves and sex is a huge part of the human experience huge huge. And it's not just for procreation, right? We have just really began over the last hundred years or so, I'll say Paul, really began to understand the concept of pleasure and what it can bring into our personal romantic relationships and not be shamed for that, to be in our full expression of emotion when engaged in sex. And I've often said this, I just said this on a TikTok video. I said, the best sex of your life always involves your mouth now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we come here. Here's the, here's the punchline. Right. And now your audience is like, Ooh, Whoa, this turned really quick. Um, and what I mean by that is it begins with your communication. Yes. Again, so often we don't talk about sex ever. Right. And we just, this is a very interesting idea. Everybody does it. Nobody talks about it. (laughs) What else, what else in the world is that right. Other than money, right? Everybody has some, everybody spends some, everybody gives some, but we rarely talk about it. And so sex is, a, it, it's always been, Paul, for whatever reason, um, it's always been a very, very, very easy thing for me to talk about and to dive into. And when people engage with us specifically in those areas, we again want, both Paige and I make, want to make a safe and secure and challenging environment in which they can have these deep conversations that quite frankly, they may never have had. So that we can release full sexual expression in relationships Um, because let's face it, everybody enjoys sex or should be enjoying sex. Right. And so to introduce the idea of full pleasure is a part of healing the entire body, spirit, soul, which is what we're about.
1: Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, we got to run here, David, what do you want to promote for our listeners, personal leadership development and how can our GFT listeners best contact you?
2: Absolutely. So the best way to find us, we have a, probably the most bold presence on Facebook. Um, you can look up David Lee. You can look up Paige Stewart, by the way, Stewart is spelled S-T-U-A-R-T. We're um, also has a pres- have a presence as you indicated earlier on Instagram and TikTok. Um, and our website is daring-deeply.com. And you can find out all the things about us our retreats and master classes and all the things that we've described. So I encourage everyone to to reach out and simply have a conversation. We'd be we'd be more than happy to see if it'd be a good fit to work together.
1: So good. Thank you for the value that you added to the listeners today and keep growing
2: forward my friend. Absolutely. Thank you. Likewise, Paul. Take care.
1: So I have some takeaways from David today. We went very deep on a bunch of issues. I'm just going to hit three. The yes and philosophy uh, you hear that in improv comedy and to apply it here to when you're talking about trauma as well is like, wow, yes, I'm terrified and I'm going to seek healing. So good. David talked about his 10 guidelines for engagement and not get to talk about all of them. So you're going to have to, you know, follow him probably to hear more, but I like the one choose action over anxiety because that action will blast away that fear Talked about a purpose statement, and we all need one. And what it's going to do, you're going to stop making should decisions, and you're going to make must decisions. And then finally, it's just three words, work heals wounds. Not time, but work healing wounds. The GFT podcast is all about putting practical tips from my guests into action for your personal leadership development Remember, if you learn something, but you don't put it into action within 72 hours, those valuable gems start to slip out of your brain gradually until they lose their value to your life. And we wouldn't want that. Hey, I've got a free tool coming your way. If you'd like my one sheet on 11 ways to avoid burnout, email me at growingforward at paulcasey.org. That's growingforward at paulcasey.org. Let's burn bright instead, friends. Thank you for listening to episode 23. Have you told your Achiever friends about this podcast yet? They needed to hear this episode. Please spread the word to those who are hungry to grow forward in their lives. Remember, you must lead yourself well before you can lead your team well. And until next week, keep growing forward.
0: Thank you for tuning in for this episode of Grow Forward Today. Remember to visit Paul's website for more tools that you can use at growingforwardservices.net. Join us again for another edition very soon on the Voice America Business Channel.